Yeah, yeah, I seen. Oh, she's a hotel. No, listen to this. As black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. Facts. We are, we are more creative, and on December twenty first, our real DNA will be unlocked. Facts. And majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Facts. Learn who you are as a people. They want yes. you to. Make, they want to make us average. Okay, so what, what's the problem here? Welcome, welcome back to the Summer 16 podcast. I don't know what I was going to say just now. I, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm like an unacclaimed podcast. I'm like, bro, what? we just started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the Summer 16 podcast, a podcast between two friends who met, you know, back in 2016. My name is Tunde, or Tart underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or as he likes to be called on Instagram, at John Bowie. Uh, every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences, and our beliefs to talk about anything. And as always, we try to leave having learned something new. On today's episode, uh, we're going to catch up on a few things from last week, how our weekend went. We're also going to talk about um, our travel plans and what we plan on doing in the next couple weeks as the Christmas season arrives. In our Say What segment, uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg uh, had a bad day in court. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about that. And uh, in our current events segment, we're going to talk about the uh, Pfizer's uh, COVID-19 vaccine that has been FDA approved. And in our waxing hypothetical segment, by the time you read this, or by the time you listen to this, you will have only five days left until... Your superpowers are unlocked. Oh, depending on what race you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only, only the, only the folks gonna have superpowers, bro. If you're white, it ain't gonna be all right. Black people's leveling up, baby. Yeah, we and leveling it. up, baby. <laughs> and as always, uh, each week we leave you with our audio, visual, and mental recommendations of the week. So, with that said, what's up with you, dog? Man, man, oh man, oh man. Um, it's nice to be recording on a Monday again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. It's Monday. I'm gonna say it, man. It's nice to be recording on Monday again, man. We're back to our roots. You know what I'm saying? We've been going at this for so long. It's nice to yeah, be back. I mean, maybe one of these days we might just hop on IG Live again. Who knows? Oh, watch out, people. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, recording on a Monday. I'm gonna see my beard and and my face. I don't want to. We've been doing a, the fans a service, not showing them what I look like right now. But it'll be all right. Yeah, they're they're right. me. I, uh, you know, that's the ugly one of the podcast. Uh, Stop it. Oh, shout out to you really quick. Um, This is Monday. And so everyone on December 14th, 2020, Tune Day posted his uh his ab workout and had a shirt on. So thank you for that, my friend. I had, uh, had a shirt on yesterday, too. Uh, was yesterday the one where you were just like, you didn't put you didn't put a video of yourself up? Or was no, that two no, days ago? No, that was two days ago. Uh, well, I'm sick of you thirst trapping on my story, okay? I wasn't I don't, trapping. I barely have any girls to begin with, and I can't just have you taking them all, right? Damn. I usually do my challenge workouts right after I get off the Peloton. In your I, underwear. It's not, it's not underwear, first of all. They're compression shorts. With no underwear on underneath them. Who wears underwear underneath compression shorts? I don't, wholesome that's people defeat, like me. That's probably. the piece of purpose. Bruh, listen. If you're just going to be fast on the internet, bro, like... 
Like, what am I? What am I reposting you for? Hold on, hold on. Have you? You posted a, a workout video with no shirt on. When? On the third day of the workout. I don't think that sounds like me. December third. I don't think that was me. More than I'm gonna say, more than two women entered my DMs asking about you. They entered my DMs. So what are we talking about? Exactly. Talking, like, listen. This is, okay. First <laughs> off, and first. In, you know what? Let's take a step back, okay? Because <laughs> because it wasn't a shirts off video. It was a video of my dog while I was working out. Were you wearing a shirt? And my shirt happened to not be on at the time. Oh, okay. <clears throat> exactly. But it was primarily a dog video, not a shirtless video. All my videos are dog videos. Negative. Every almost oh, unless every you're considering yourself the dog, then yes, they're all dog. Almost every one of my videos. Fake news. Go back, go back check the, the records. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to get receipts. I'm getting uh, receipts. Whatever. So how's your weekend, dog? Yeah, my weekend was fine. My weekend was fine. Actually, uh, I've been dealing with a sick puppy, man. Like, Pablito. Oh, really? Guinness has been a little sick? I didn't tell you. No. You go first. You go first. Oh, man. Well, so end of last week, he was like snotty and you know like boogers coming out of his nose and shit. I'm like, fam, what is going on? And then my man's had a limp, bro. He's been limping the la- like since Thursday, out of the blue, out of the blue. And before you even try to crack a I'll beat my dog joke, no, I <laughs> you know didn't. <laughs> I know it's coming. And before you even start with that <laughs> shenanigans, I did not like. I think it's him. Just he like might have just pulled a muscle or something like that. Um, but I took him to the vet this morning and they think it's, you know, probably just like growing pains. Cause if we're being honest, my man's grown so much so fast. Even when you met him, bro, I think he's probably gained 15 pounds. Wow. Since you've seen him, like it's crazy. Uh, so that was a big part of my weekend. Oh, I did take like slight key Christmas photos too with, with my dog. I got, I got Pablo a Christmas sweater, bro. And I got pictures in front of a tree. So I'm about to be on the grand flexing. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's what's man. up. That's what's yeah. up. How about you? So what's up? What's up with, with G Baby, bro? What's what's up with G Baby? Uh, I think it started on Wednesday last week. Okay. And like, you know, it just may sound disgusting if you don't have a dog, but like when you have a dog, you kind of have to, when you when you, you go for a walk and they poop, you kind of have to like kind of watch the consistency of it to make Big sure time. if it's so if it's off, then you like okay, he, he might not be feeling well. He might have ate something. So yeah. his like his his poop was like watery, like oh, I'm like, oh, like, and he was like, I took him to a dark park on Wednesday, and he was going like every like ten minutes maybe, and like and to the point where he was just nothing was coming out at, at a certain point. I'm like, just squatting, but nothing. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm like, he, he might he might have diarrhea. So then on Wednesday night, get up, this man, I had like, oh, he has like a splash. This man oh, pooped in his kennel. You're lying. And then, and then threw up in his kennel. That's because he had to be in the kennel with the shit. <laughs> so, like, you know, took him outside and then, like, basically um, put new bedding. I put the bedding outside. Uh, like, had to clean up everything. Put his kennel down, out downstairs because, you know, upstairs is carpet. So I don't want him to, like, you know, poop again on the carpet. So if he does, I bet on a hardwood floor. And then, like, basically he slept on the couch on, Thursday, on Wednesday night. Thursday I had to give him like a special diet of like rice and like yep. eggs and help his stomach. Yeah. 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 So like all day Thursday, he didn't poop at all. 
Then Friday got a little better, but like basically he had diarrhea from all Wednesday, all Thursday, half of Friday. God just, dang. He's a lot better now though. Sure. So better. so so his was just basically like like a stomach bug, probably like yeah yeah yeah. He was just pooping crazy. You you don't think he ate something crazy, or you just think it was probably like a little virus type uh, thing? He, hard to say. Hard yeah. To say. But I'm just glad he's over it now. Yeah. Um, like we had our like our run on. On Saturday. Like, uh, on Saturday, yeah, and he did his longest run. It was like a breeze for him. Yeah, three point one miles. Uh, around from yesterday, did a mile. Today, did a did like a mile, one point three miles, and he's like, "That's it." Like, he's like, <laughs> like, like breathing hard. <laughs> he looks at you like, "Fam, what is this?" Like, like a mile. Like, what, like what's the three miles at? But right. uh, yeah, he's he's a lot better now. Okay. Um. Oh, shoot, what was I gonna ask you? Uh, you didn't take him to the vet. Uh-uh. Um, like, like, if his stomach, if his stomach, or he was still pooping, like, you know, come, like, Saturday morning, then I yeah. took him to the Yeah, okay. I mean, honestly, I feel like with the dog, and as you kind of go through the game, it's kind of like kids, too. It's like, eh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be all right. Like, let's give it a couple of days. Let's yeah. not like, freak out. You know, and truthfully, I was going to – I was – Thinking about like giving myself a couple of days before I took Pablo into the vet um, today, even. But I was like, you know, if I go today, if I go Wednesday, it's probably going to be the same stuff. I tried filling up and down his legs to see if something was like, you know, causing him physical pain. Which when I was yeah. testing, it wasn't. But when the when the vet did it, like she said, like up near his shoulder, but then like a little bit below, like on the bone, she found a spot. So I was like, all right, well that's cool, but it's still not broken. And she wasn't asking me to make me do some x-ray type thing. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it wasn't that critical. Right? Um, I'd be always hesitant to go to like dentists or vets. Because I'd be feeling like they'd be trying to tax you. Even the doctor, I'd be feeling like they'd be like, oh, let's just do all this extra shit. And it's like, you're just trying to. I, th- I think maybe can you just look like you're a gullible maybe? I look like this. I'm a sweet over here. Like, nah, like, like you're a sucker? Nah, <laughs> bro. It ain't. Like, like, it ain't. Oh, got one. <laughs> nah, it ain't sweet over here, B. That's why. That's why. Uh, my girl, Doctor Lawrence, she was like, "Listen, I could do the X-ray, but I'm probably not gonna see nothing. It's it's not even likely that I can find what I'm looking for. So you don't need to do it." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> move around, shorty. Just give me these little a- anti-inflammatories so my man's can walk." Oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. I was like, "The when he's sick like that, is he like still trying to like go out for walks and be super active, or does he just kind of cool out?" Uh, yeah, no, nah, he was fine. Like, as far as, like, he wasn't, like, moping around or just laying down. He was, like, literally, like, okay, walk time. Or, or you yeah. know, jumping around the house, as, like, per usual. He's actually being kind of annoying because, you know, on Fridays, we usually go to, uh, day yeah, yeah, where he's, like, drop him off at, like, 7 a.m., pick him up at 6 p.m., and he's tired. Yes, yeah. yeah. He didn't do that this weekend, so he was kind of annoying because he had all that energy. Mm-hmm. Man, I think... I think Pablo is a little down in the dumps, man, because, like, literally the last few days, like, since he hasn't been able to really walk, like, he don't want to do nothing. Like, he's not even, he didn't even eat his lunch today. Uh-huh. Like, he'll eat breakfast and then he'll eat dinner. But, like, I put out lunch for him. You know, he goes and looks at it. He drinks a little bit of water and then just goes and lays back down. So he's a little bummed out. But the most exercise I give him is I'll let him outside to go sniff in the grass and stuff. Um, but then I've been carrying him like literally like a baby. Uh, yeah. I gotta show, I gotta send you the picture, bro. Like it's, it's low key the cutest shit ever, but, 
Um, I just feel bad for my guy, but he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dog. Oh, also, our weekend was busting, too, because we had another guest spot. Yep. Unacclaimed podcast by the Courtside Theory. Presented by Courtside Theory. They had us back on. I think this is together. This will be our second time. Second time. And then my fourth, right? Fourth time, yeah. Yeah. And we talked about just everything NBA, uh, what we thought about who won the championship, like mm-hmm. who made the playoffs, top biggest acquisitions, trades. Look, and here you go again. Here, here you go again talking about that Clippers mess, man. I sit here and I try to tell you that you need to stop counting out LeBron. You need to stop counting out uh, the okay. Lakers. And you be over here talking that's Paul George mess. Like he just signed that fat contract and you think he's great. Like, yeah, I know. Like you're wilding, bro. I you're wilding. I know. For the record, everyone, uh, go and listen. It's up now. John literally said that he thought the Warriors would uh, make it to the NBA Finals, but somehow, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He, he said the Warriors would win the West, but the Lakers would win the title. <laughs> like, how does that? Work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. For that the works. record, for the record, I just did not want to say that the Lakers were going to just sweep through everything. That doesn't make for compelling podcasts. Like, you need you need me on or, there. Or, or you can just tell what you think is going to happen. I think that the Warriors have a legit chance. Of what? Making a playoff? Of, sure. Of making it to the finals? No. Sorry. Listen, listen, listen. They got I don't want to have the conversation because we have things to talk about, but... Oh. I don't see them, make, I don't see them beating... The Lakers, the Clippers, or the Nuggets? I think they'd be the Clippers. Mm. Yeah. Man, why, I mean, like, listen. Like, Wiseman, Wiseman for Rookie of the Year. What's up? Perhaps. He's a hooper. Perhaps. Healthy no. stuff. Curry, man. Oubre. Perhaps. Yeah, no. It was a reach. It was a reach. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I'm over here trying to, like, think in my head, and I can't even come up with bullshit. You know how, like, when you want to be a dick and you can't even be a dick? That's me right now. Yeah, because you don't, you, don't you don't want me to pull up the seats. Like, I did. <laughs> pull your receipts you, you, up. You said Paul George and Kawhi were the best duo in the league. Pull your receipts, bro. You ain't got no receipts. Bro. Ain't anyways, nobody scared. Anyways, it was, I think, I love going on that podcast because, like, they have, like, the live, like, interaction with, with their, uh, with their fans, and it's it's cool to like, like you know, kind of see the Twitch stream and and talk to them about talk to them about hey, uh, whatever's going on like right there versus like you know having the fans or the listeners kind of you know mail in or email in their their yeah. feedback. Yeah, so, I thought it's that, definitely it's I I definitely appreciate them because I feel like they have like a really fun community too like. You know, the whole episode was themed around the NBA. And so, like, the people that tuned in to their, their podcast were super engaged. Like, anytime one of us would say something they didn't agree with, they're in the chat losing their mind type <laughs> stuff, right? Like, that was, that was the fun part about it because, you know, all, already we enjoyed talking to the guys, right? Like, you know, it, was, it sucked that H wasn't there so he could be the, the, the Laker stan. But, you know, there were plenty in the chat to, to keep the conversation going forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're 100% right. Like, that, the live aspect of it, um, you know, utilizing Twitch and recording through Discord, you know, they do a, they do a fantastic job on all their content, man. Like, 
uh, I'm really grateful that they keep having us on. And so, you know, guys, keep a keep a lookout, man. Go check them out. Um, you know, unacclaimed podcast presented by the Courtside Theory. Everywhere podcasts are available. Um, you know, we tag them in our Instagram story damn near every week. Most weeks. Sometimes I forget. I'm not going to lie. I'm not perfect. But, you know, please support the guys, man. They, they, they have phenomenal content, and they talk about damn near everything. And always yep. leave learning something. No, <laughs> and, and, you know, when outside opens back up, you know, we're going to look at this possibility of Australia. Man, listen. Is it bad? Is it bad? Like H H hit me up, and he was like, "Man, like when you if you guys come to Sydney, you know, definitely let me know, man. We'll we'll hang out. We'll even hoop or something." And the first thing that popped in my mind was like, "But what's up with the models, though?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, if you don't know, uh, H is H is a uh, is a model, so he's yes. been, I've been to the model community in Australia. So. But he's also super down to earth, really cool guy, you know. You know, he's 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 not vain at all. Um, so it's 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 always fun talking to the guys, man. But yeah, th- shout out to them, man. Thanks again for having us on the show. Like I know they I know they listen in. Um, you know, solid group of guys, and you know one of the one of the cool finds of 2020 is being able to kind of like collaborate with them and you know be international with it, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so uh, this is the set what. Going into the second week, second going to the third week of December, which, which means that Christmas is coming up. Uh, I know that for one, I'll be heading home this weekend. Okay. And when are you leaving to go see your parents? Yeah. So I actually, uh, I'm going to be driving to Texas to see my family. Um, got a little rental car. My brother's going to fly out here to meet with me. And then we're going to drive uh, on Sundays. So we're going to do, it's from the Bay to El Paso, probably like two, three days, two, three day drive. Um, and, you know, just to kind of be a little safer, a little more cautious. My brother just got his COVID test, you know, and so we know his status. Uh, and then just us driving together will be a little safer than trying to, like, have us all flying and me flying with the dog and everything. It's a little better. It's not perfect, but we're trying to be as smart as possible because also me doing that drive by myself probably isn't ideal, Um, even though I am going to do it by myself back. But nonetheless, uh, that's going to be my plan. So driving, I'll be gone for like a week and a half or so. Uh, Just get to see the fam, get away for a little bit, you know. Uh, But how long are you gone for? How long are you? Uh, Ten days. Are you staying to the new year? No, no, no. I'll be back on like a couple of days before the New Year's, like 27th, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, I have, okay. I'll spend New Year's here in Seattle. You have New Year's plans? No, not at all. Uh, I think maybe the last time I had actual plans for New Year's, like Eve, New Year's, was 2016, maybe 2015. Mm. I've been a more like stay in the house and just reflect on the year and just wake up early on New Year's Day and just like kind of plan out my year type that sounds, thing. That sounds sad as hell, bro. Actually, it's not. It's it's actually pretty dope because I think going out New Year's Eve is super overrated. Like, you're going to, like, I mean, of course now it's in the pandemic, it's a pandemic, so I, I wouldn't be going out anyway. But let's say, like last year, for instance, I was home, okay. I was home in D.C. And I think about going out, like, let's say a club normally costs $20 to get in. New Year's, New Year's Eve, 200 
200, easy. Easy. A uh, 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 whiskey and rocks, eh. Let's say regular DC prices, $14. New Year's Eve, 25 Like, dog, listen. Dog, listen. I think one of, like, so I'm not a big New Year's person either, but I think one of the best New Year's was the time that you were in DC and I had like my my family and my friends were out there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we ended up linking up and kicking it. Yeah, what was that like? That was like what, 2018? 2017? No, 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 no. That's no shit. That was. Was that 2016? 2016, yeah. Right? It yeah, was 2016, it was, right? It was, it was me and your brother and me and one of my brothers. Right, and, and then I had like my two homies with me yeah. from college, and then we linked up at the Delta's crib. Yeah, I go, go just a little, a little kickback. Yeah, that was <laughs> lit. That was a fun had, time. Hey, we made cotton candy. Yeah, they had the little cotton candy machine. <laughs> that was so much fun, bro. That was so yeah. much fun. Did we go out too? I think at some point. Uh, no, we didn't. We had we thought about it, thought about but then it we were like, like that? "We not." They, they taxing in DC, like yeah. it's dead. Ah, that shit was fun, though. Yeah, but Good Good we'll see. I mean, honestly, you know, this year you're right though. This is about staying safe, staying sane. Uh, I'm sure some folks will do little small get-togethers, but all in all, man, everything's just slow motion. So. Uh, if y'all are feeling some type of way about not being able to celebrate the holidays, there's this, you know, little thing called a vaccine you can get <laughs> that might allow things to open up. But, you know, we're going to get to that a little bit later. So uh, you ready to jump into the show, my guy? You want yep, to yep. start us off with the say what? Say what? Yep. Say what? So uh, as I mentioned earlier in the intro, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is having a terrible week. Um, so. Facebook is, when you think of Facebook, you think of like the Facebook app. But Facebook is much bigger than that. They've acquired so many um, smaller apps mm-hmm. and just absorbed it into their own, making it basically a conglomerate, a monopoly, whatever you want to call it. And I think, in my personal opinion, I think Facebook has gotten too big. Um, as you far think as, like, so. as, far as like, at first, as far as like the things that they own. Um, okay. So, like, when you think, most people don't think of Instagram. Like, for instance, look at look at like look at like Facebook and think about the technology that they've stolen from other apps, and then like forced them to go bankrupt. Like they've taken ideas from Vine, and then Vine didn't want to sell, so they just took the idea, and then Vine basically became obsolete. They took uh-huh. they took Snapchat's ideas, like like not that I'm saying they took the actual IP, but they yeah. basically copied or made similar things. Like Sprite to Seven Up, and then so like people yeah. are like, oh, I have all these followers on IG, so why why would I keep using Snapchat? Which is I know that's what happened to me. Yeah. Like, like yeah yeah. Like why would I keep using Snapchat when I can just have it all in one place? So, um, the federal the Federal Trade Commission, uh, as, along with forty seven states, they filed twin, um, lawsuits against Facebook, basically wanting to force them to sell sell off their acquisitions. Um, and the two acquisitions that they are, you know, trying to get them to sell are um, are Instagram and WhatsApp. And uh, in 2012, Facebook bought Instagram for one billion dollars. Which now you're like, that's it? Peanuts. Just a billion. Peanuts nowadays, yeah. Yeah, and then um, and then in 2014, they bought WhatsApp for 19 billion dollars. Uh, Crazy. And then, and then like, uh, people were like, oh, you know. Why would WhatsApp be? Why would WhatsApp 
be worth so much more. People don't, uh, people in America don't realize how big WhatsApp is around. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. huge. I mean, I think it's primarily. Like, it, I feel like anybody that's international that needs to communicate with someone in the states uses WhatsApp. Yep. And uh, then people in other countries just use WhatsApp yeah, because yeah. Messenger is like the U.S. equivalent. And then I feel like, you know, which is its own entity, right? Messenger is its own entity, but WhatsApp I think dwarfs it in, by comparison, like not yep. even close. All right, so the lawsuit basically came uh, about a little over a year after Letitia James, who is the uh, New York Attorney General, State Attorney General, she basically is like leading this invest. She led this investigation to Facebook for anti-competitive practices, basically what I just named, but basically mm -hmm. trying to like stop out the competition and have it so they're the only app available, yeah. or the only company available. And sidebar, I love Letitia James. Um, Black really? Woman, black woman, and she's also the, the one leading the charge against trying to file state charges against Donald Trump um, in New York. Ah, uh, so, there we go. Yep. Uh, but that's not a part of this. But uh, if you if you have cable, right? Um, if you, let's, say you, let's say you live in an apartment. For instance, in, in, I live in, in Portland, I live in an apartment. And I wanted to get cable. And then my apartment complex told me, well, the only cable you can get is the only cable company you can use is Comcast because yeah. uh, we don't have files in this city and mm -hmm. you can't use an apartment. So mm -hmm. I'm forced to deal with um, Comcast. And I, yeah. I personally cannot stand Comcast. Uh, I think they're fucking Comcast. They have shitty internet service. Yeah. They have terrible customer service. Um, they charge like, ridiculous prices for their like base like packages for for cable for so, comcast but, but they, they can do that though because in, in a lot of cities they have an, a monopoly especially in apartment complexes especially apartment complexes but down i live i live in a house even when i moved to seattle i lived in like a duplex and now i live in a house right so now i can be like i can say fuck comcast and took my money elsewhere and now i have you know a di i have dish and i have cable through a different provider so yeah. I think when you have fair competition between companies or businesses, that allows for um, like better products because you're competing with other company for someone's business. Versus when you know that, that like they only can come to you, that you can do whatever. Right, right, right. right. Um, and on top of that, like Facebook, Facebook itself, I I have problems with just based. Around the 2016 election and how they handle like how they handle misinformation. Yeah. Um, so overall, I think it's a good move. I don't. I don't like monopolies. Uh, you know, man. Like, I think I think you have to separate. You know, our thoughts of Facebook and their practices versus like them being a quote unquote monopoly, right? Like. There are other competitors. It's just that their stuff is better. You know, TikTok, uh, MySpace is still out there. Like, they don't have any hand in the dating market yet. Um, uh, are you sure about that? I don't think they have any dating app acquisitions. I mean, people slide in Facebook DMs, but that's not that doesn't count. Um, you know, from what I from what I've researched, you know, they they do have other. Um, Companies that they, you know, have acquired, uh, you know, we said Instagram, WhatsApp, but then you also have Oculus, the VR company, uh, Giphy, 
is another one as well. Um, you know Giphy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they acquired that to be integrated integrated into uh, Instagram. But like, I don't know. I think just people be attacking Facebook unnecessarily. I, I, why are they a monopoly? I don't know. Because they just have a huge market share, I, I guess, maybe. But, you, but you're saying that they're better. I don't think they're, that they're better. They're just bigger and they just acquire and still, and yes, still other people's uh, IP. Not not exactly, but like... It's still their ideas, not their yeah, IP, but yeah. Yeah, it's still their ideas and get integrated into their own when they when they refuse to, to, to sell. Sure. So I mean, but that's that's business. I mean, that's business though, right? Like TikTok said they're not selling, and okay, now we got reels on Instagram. Like, what's wrong with that? I don't see anything uh, wrong with that. So what do you say when when it's when it's just when you're when you're so your your apartment, right? Yep. It ha- is it your stove is electricity, right? Yep. So Basically, everything in your house is electricity, no gas. Right. So, oh no, I do have a gas stove. I'm sorry. All right. So, but let's just say for the sake of your argument yeah. that it's electric. Yeah. So, if you only have one electric company in your city, uh huh, and they provide electricity to the city, yep, and they have a monopoly, that means they have a hundred percent monopoly. I, I, I know the concept of a monopoly. Yes. So, if if they can charge you whatever they want, mm-hmm. And they, they can say, well, you know, uh, because of because of because of COVID, and you know, us uh, having to do all through all these precautions, we're going to raise everyone's electricity bill by thirty percent. Right. And I, I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck because I don't have any alternatives. Yes. So in that case, in that case, w- would you say that's good business practices? No. So I think. <clears throat> What the the lawsuit is trying to do is prevent Facebook is prevent Facebook from getting to that point where they're the, they're the only app available for everything. So I so I think this is an interesting thing, right? Because really, what it sounds like to me is as a consumer, right? I am the consumer of Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and you name it. I'm not paying for any of these apps, you know what I'm saying? And they're benefiting off of me because they're just using my data to feed me back more ads that I would air quotes, you know, like, um, the, the real issue here is I feel like this thing is protecting all the people that are trying to put ads out there because, you know, Facebook can basically charge what they want. Like if this is a monopoly, right? Facebook is able to charge what they want to use the ads on their platform. Right. So it's like, almost like this thing is protecting the, you know, business owners that are trying to advertise on their platform, it's not doing anything for the consumer, for the people. It's like protecting other businesses. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck those other businesses that want to advertise. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck them. But antitrust laws is more about, it's it's about consumers. It's about like how you, like how you deal with foreign trade. It's, It's more, it's more about, it's less about it can be about the consumer, but it yeah. can also be about just how you do business in general. Like yeah, there are laws I, around business that you have to abide by. No, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think that it's, you know, at least from my understanding of it so far, you know what I'm saying? As a consumer, 
this is this does nothing to help me. If you split Instagram, Facebook, you so have you, it does not affect the consumer's experience. Right? Yeah. This yeah. It, but so and so it's funny to me that we're talking antitrust laws when the people that are getting really bent over and, and spanked are the ones that are trying to advertise on these social media platforms, right? Because even if I'm a user of Instagram, I can do my own advertisements as an individual, right? Which is independent of Facebook and stuff, right? Or independent of Facebook LLC. And so it's really just the companies that are trying to use those social media platforms. And this antitrust, it seems like to me, is trying to protect them. Because if you separate Instagram, you separate Facebook, and you separate WhatsApp, then all my advertisement dollars now need can be lower because you don't have the just the sheer monopoly on that space of advertisement, right? So it's just it's interesting to me. Like, and also I think that you know you're also or this suit seems to inadequately identify who Facebook's competitors are because truthfully Facebook to me is an advertisement company and really their competitors are the Googles, the Amazons and all these other big companies, but they're trying to look at it as a social media platform. And so they're comparing it to Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok. And it's like, they're not even in the same realm. They're not even in the same stratosphere. So, you know, I know, like, from a principle of antitrust, like, I get it, but this just seems a little funny to me. Know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? I mean, listen... I just don't like maybe I just don't like Facebook. That's exactly um, what it is. That's exactly also, what it is. They also sued in September for for spying on on users. Well, yeah, I mean they're assholes, and that's why I started by saying like we have to separate liking their practices from the principle of their existence as a as a corporate entity. Like I I think Facebook is a bunch of dickheads, and you know they they you know have been illegally getting our information. They do God knows what with it. Their transparency has a lot to be improved. But, you know, half the time we click a box without reading and give them to them for free. And then we want to be mad about it retroactively. So, because yeah. I ain't read a single terms and conditions when they changed them, bitches. I ain't read a single one. Neither have I. Right. Well, I mean, it reminds me of that South Park episode. Did you see that one? The human sentai pad? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, side note, there's a great documentary called um, uh, 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 Seven Days to Air that documents how they um, make an episode of South Park. It's fascinating. They do it in seven days. Is it, is it seven days to air? Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. Six days to air. They have six days to make an episode of South Park. Huh. It's the yeah. only show ever to do that. <clears throat> anyway. Um, but, yeah, you know, fuck Facebook. We can agree on that, you know? Fuck yeah. them. I and like Instagram, though. And fuck monopolies, you know, and fuck and fuck treating people bad in general. Be nice. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, 20, okay. Be nice 2021, man. I'm, I'm putting it out there now. Uh, have we beat this topic to death? I think so. Yeah, I think we have. Uh, right, so, I, I, I get off my soapbox and let's talk about something else. So current events. I think another topic where we might have a little bit of a disagreement. But uh, no. recently... Uh, Pfizer, the drug company, had announced that they that they uh, came out with a effective COVID nineteen vaccine, uh, which uh, which was this week approved for um, 
FDA approval. So I think the vaccine has, I think, uh, over 95% effectiveness after this, the second dose. So let me, let me give you a little background. So the vaccine itself, uh, it's a two-dose vaccine. So you take, you take the first vaccine uh, dose, and then you take uh, the second dose three weeks later. Okay. Uh, and then uh, if you just take the first dose, it gives you some um, like immunity. immunity, but not, you know, definitely not as high as, you know, 95%. Right. But uh, so take the second dose and then uh, two weeks after that, then you should have, you know, basically almost full immunity. So the, the vaccine itself is not authorized for people under 16 years of age. Uh, it is not available for people who uh, are immunocompromised because for both reasons, the vaccine wasn't tested in people who are under 16. Mm-hmm. And, and then during clinical trials, you wouldn't test it in immunocompromised people anyway because they, ha- they could have adverse effects. So yes. uh, <clears throat> the, I think we, the United States ordered 100 million doses. So that's, since it's two doses per person, that's 50 million people will be inoculated. Uh, I think Great Britain also ordered the same. They started um, giving it out last week. and then, Last week, yep. Yeah, and then today, the first person was uh, given the vaccine. It was a nurse in New York. Um, the black woman, right? It was the yep. black woman in New York, yep. right? Yep. yep. So, uh, really quickly, some side effects, some common side effects that are common in almost all vaccines uh, are going to be pain around the injection site, maybe some muscle pain, chills, joint pain, maybe a slight fever. Um, and that's based on whatever type of virus they give you. I mean, not virus, what type of vaccine they give you. So some vaccines they give you are like, you know, a, a weakened or a dead version of the actual virus. So they can still give you some side effects. Those are common side effects. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say there were four cases of the, you know, thousands of people that did the trials. There were four cases of people who had Bell's palsy, which is temporary facial paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in three emphasis. of those cases... Emphasis on temporary. Yeah, emphasis on temporary. And then in three or four cases, after a few days, it went away. And then the four person also went away, at, you know, after about a week or so. So those those are the, uh, I guess, the, the background on the, on the, on the uh, vaccine. So I'm going to ask you this. Uh, oh, oh, really quickly, really quickly. So I said I said there's 100 million doses. Uh, mm-hmm. Trump, the Trump uh, administration fucked up. They could have ordered they could have ordered a double another um, another I'm, 100 million. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Just a second. Trump administration fucked up. Yeah. Who would have guessed it? What? Like, like Pfizer approached them and they could have they offered another 100 million doses. But you know mm-hmm. there's other companies doing going through clinical trials and they, and then. Um, the, whoever in the government told Pfizer, well, we don't want to put all the eggs in one basket. Uh, we'll hold off on that. And then they published it 95% effective. Mm-hmm. Government still said, eh, we're good. And then after, you know, Britain ordered, you know, their double 200 million doses, then the United States said, oh, you know, we'll take that 100 million. And then Pfizer said, no, we have an order to fill with all these other countries first. And then we'll try to get refill your order and our government wants it around March. More than likely, we won't get that that second order from Pfizer until around July. It's hard to believe that that wasn't done intentionally, right? 
Like you're gonna have you're basically gonna now spin the whole story of oh the current administration, i.e. Biden Kamala, could have had these things in March, but now they're gonna get them later and it's their fault kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. that's the story that they're gonna spin when in actuality course, that's further could be further from the truth. So it's hard to think that that wasn't a politically motivated thing, but you know, we're playing with people's lives here. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. All right. So question. Um, when it becomes available, because they're, they're going to roll out the vaccine in, in waves. So, like, of course, pe- uh, people on the front um, line, healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, um, uh, nursing home aides, then older, the older population, like people who are like 70 and above, mm-hmm. would then get it second. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that, you know, there's going to be some backhanded things like, Oh, maybe the NBA and NFL players might slide to the front of the line somehow. People who have right, of, right, right, they might slide to the front. But as it becomes more widely available, like you can just go to like your CVS or your or your local drugstore mm-hmm. and and get the like you get a flu shot. Will you take the the COVID vaccine? Let's say it's, let's say it's next September. Will you take the vaccine? Next September, will I get the vaccine? <sighs> My short answer is yes. But, I mean, you can definitely hear my apprehension mm-hmm. in that answer. Um, you know, truthfully, you know, I'll just be very honest. You know, we, we had a very in-depth conversation even just, what, just yesterday, two days ago? Yeah, it's me, you, and Kelly. Yeah, yeah, talking about, talking about vaccines and everything like that. And, you know... I believe in vaccines. I believe that I would have my children vaccinated. Uh, I myself have been vaccinated. <clears throat> I can't sit here and tell you I think all vaccines are necessary. However, in the case of what we're dealing with now, um, I feel like this is something that I would do. Um, I think my apprehension comes from the fact of just all the, let's just say, misinformation that surrounds it, how grossly politicized the whole thing has become, and just the the doubt that has been just placed in vaccines over the last, you know, several years. Um, that, that that does, I'd be lying if I said that didn't make me uncomfortable. Um, you know, naturally it's like, oh, you don't believe in science. And that's not what I'm saying here. It's just, I think I have to acknowledge that there's a difference between my logical thought and my logical brain and my emotional brain. And my logical brain is we get in the, we get in the vaccine as soon as it's available, pull up. And my emotional brain is fuck these motherfuckers. They don't care about me. And you know, God forbid there's some funny business that happens. And that just makes me uncomfortable because black people in this country have had a, a traumatic history with the, um, medical industry of all kinds you see what i'm saying yeah i get it you see what i'm saying and it's and it's tough it's tough and you know it's hard for me to just lean on one side over the other but you know i think for the sake of being able to go outside again the sake of protecting my family and the people that i care about the most that might be in danger shoot me up baby but if they tell me i gotta get the covid vaccine every year fuck it i ain't doing it i don't even get i don't even take flu shots yeah, we're gonna uh, come back to that one. I okay, know. so <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to point out that it, 
the the mm-hmm. science isn't very clear or definitive right now mm-hmm. on if you, if you do get the vaccine, can you still spread it or not? Right. The science can be clear. Oh, really? It protects you. Okay. So that's clear. But okay. this prevents you from spreading it. Science is still out. Um, personally, uh, September, of course, I'm definitely getting it. Um, I would be, I, I would have apprehension about getting it right now. Sure. I, would, I would still get it right, right, right now if it was going okay. to be September, okay. because um, any side effects, like any major side effects that you would see in people, um, mm-hmm. see like around two to three months. Yeah. From a vac- from a vaccine, right? Okay. So, okay. September, I think September is a good enough time. If I, if I see fifty million people. Yeah, vaccine, and I don't, you know, it's like it's like in the second batch of the second batch of the iPhone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's bugs in this one, but mm-hmm, if they, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you would you would see it pop up before September. You let them do the first update and tweak a few things, be like, oh, let's adjust this, blah blah blah, and then it's a little more reliable kind of that point. Yeah, but even though, even if, regardless, if if let's say vaccines were like were like Jordans, I would be, I'd be capping out day one. <laughs> this vaccine um <laughs> just just simply because we talked about this yesterday but everyone talks about well you know i'm i'm young i could if i get the vaccine if i get the virus i'm not gonna die from it yeah and that and which may be true mm-hmm. there's also there's a chance that you could die sure because um jeremiah just got out the icu last week man yeah and he's, he's my I'm, age i'm older than him so yeah yeah, yeah. you know I don't have any pre-existing conditions. I think Jeremiah did have asthma, but asthma I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any pre-existing conditions, but I don't want to take that chance. But there, like, COVID can give you. It's um, it's like a vascular respiratory disease, and mm-hmm. it can affect other organs that can impair you for life. Yeah, it can fuck with your lungs. It can yeah. fuck with your heart. It can fuck with yeah. your kidneys. So like, I don't. I don't want to have to be on dialysis the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to have to like get a heart transplant. Yeah, COVID. So have yeah. lung issues, respiratory issues, yeah. right? Like, let's say I can take, let's say I have to use Ibuterol or inhaler for the rest of my life. That's something that I could have been, I could have been prevented by just taking the vaccine. Yeah, or, or wearing a mask, but you know, whatever. Yeah, or oh, whatever. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I regardless what, when it comes out, if it's available for me, I'm taking it. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's because. I know you say the emotion response versus like the logical response. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think being just being in the like the biomedical research field and and knowing what I know about viruses and and vaccines and how they work and how they're supposed to work and and knowing that I have like I've been vaccinated for like twenty different things already. Mm-hmm. Um. I take that and I say I'll take my chances with this with this with this vac- with this vaccine. Mm-hmm. I know the history of Black people in this country. Mm-hmm. I know about Henrietta Lacks. I know about the Tuskegee yep. experiment. Like Thanks. I know, Thanks. but like I told you yesterday, I I personally know people who who, who work who are working on this vaccine. Not yeah, five, exactly. like who are working on this vaccine from the government level. Exactly. Exactly. And, and these are Black people. Yeah. So I, I, and I don't, I don't, which I'm hoping one of them will be on sidebar. I, I'm, I scheduled a clubhouse room tomorrow. Well, it'll be too late by the time you hear this, but tomorrow I'm going to have a clubhouse room 
uh pub it on the social pub it on the ig page yep talking about the the uh the vaccine and anti-vaxxers and i invited my friend who's actually worked on the vaccine to be um a a moderator for for that room and also one of my other friends who's a uh who's a heart surgeon to be on as well so yeah hopefully let me let me let me ask you let me ask you a question right Mm -hmm. because you know I'm I'm speaking on this from someone who's not, you know, heavily uh, immersed in the biotech space, right? Um, right. Even as someone who considers themselves moderately educated, you know, I, there's still a lot of things that I don't know, right? Still a lot of things that I'm unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. And what is and what is the thing that it always comes down to, right? We we sit here and we say, you know, guys. We think you should do it, but you should always educate yourself. You should always educate yourself. You should always educate yourself. I think that due to the fact there is so much misinformation out there, the fact that you got people posting on their Instagram stories like, oh, my God, four people got Bell's palsy. Don't get the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. You're not getting the whole picture. You're not getting the whole story. You're not getting that whole bit of information to say that, oh, it's temporary, you know, or 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 even information like we talked about the other day, right, where – this is not a vaccine that's giving you a dead or 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 lesser version of the actual virus. So it's not like you're even injecting yourself with the the SARS-CoV-19, you know, the novel coronavirus or whatever you, whatever yeah. the fuck the proper name is, right? And so even that information alone should alleviate some of the anxiety or stress or fears that people have. So that is my long-winded way of of just saying, you know, as somebody who has access to information, who has access to people and resources and things, where would you recommend people go to find something meaningful to kind of help alleviate those fears, those anxieties around a vaccine or around something like this? Is that a fair question? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. So a lot of what I've been doing is going directly to uh, Pfizer. Like there's website, and I know people are gonna say, well, of course they're gonna tell you that the vaccine is safe. Yeah. But then Pfizer also, whenever anything is FDA approved, mm-hmm. um, FDA is the Food and Drug Administration, like, mm-hmm. and they anything that goes out to public, like whether it's whether it's beer or mm-hmm. whether it's lotion or deodorant or anything, male birth control, yeah, 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 anything that goes out that you buy and use has to be approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. And then any type of medication that you take has to go through um, versus it goes through what's called uh, like basic research. Like, yeah. And that's the side that I worked on. Like a basic research, you go into a laboratory, you test it on in, in cells, test it in mice or monkeys or, or whatever, right? Right, and, right, and right. after you see promising results there, then you go through different phases of clinical trials. There are three phases, phase one, phase two, and phase three. And it goes in that order. Yeah. And then after, you know, each step has these like, stringent like uh steps requirements requirements that you have to have in order to go to the next phase of of the clinical trials Mm -hmm. and and um so Pfizer can say all they want oh this this is like the miracle drug and it and it vaccine and it it works well if the fda doesn't prove it then it won't be available for yeah for uh for public use yeah and so the reason so you can go to the fda website and yep. like I'm looking, actually looking at the FDA website right now. Yeah, and, that's what that's yeah. what we're basing. That's what we started our work off of, right? Is the yep. FDA.gov yep. Um, emergency preparedness and response um, 
part, right? And then, you know, follow the links to COVID-19 coronavirus. And then I I know some people are like, I don't trust the government. But like, I'm like, but you trust them for everything else. You trust them to to, to say that, okay, all right, right now I'm drinking a Stella. You trust them to say, well, we've, we've, you know, observed and looked at the Stella and we know that, you know, this you take a Stella, it won't kill you. Mm-hmm. You trust the mm-hmm. government for that, though. Mm-hmm. So, or you trust that the government won't, you know, have some nefarious, um, like, like, uh, like ideas about what to do with with black people. Because I think that's the that's the major concern as far as mm-hmm. most listeners. Like, the government mm-hmm. hurt hurt black people. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think going going to the like the FDA. Um, the CDC, not so much because the way the, the Trump has manipulated the CDC, um, to be honest, I wouldn't trust them as much. But mm-hmm. the FDA um, and going directly to Pfizer and reading about the drug itself or the yeah. vaccine itself. Yeah. So, like, so like usually what happens, the reason why vaccines usually take so long, like, I think before the before this vaccine, the, the record from getting, from getting a vaccine out to the public was four years. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, it seemed like they rushed it. But if you read, like this, like um, COVID nineteen or SARS CoV two, is like a is within a family of different COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually been working on you know vaccines for like different SARS vaccines, different SARS viruses. So as as scientists found out the that that spike protein we talked about yesterday, yeah. we were able to. Like cut a lot of the red tape the government usually moves really slow on. Yeah. And then, so it's like the FDA approved it under the emergency use authorization. Yeah. So that's what allowed it to to be, come to the public so fast. They basically cut out all the red tape. They didn't cut corners on the research itself, but the red right, tape. Right. 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 Like within government that allows it that makes it move so slow. Well, so, and and just from a layman's perspective, right? Somebody who's not well versed in this world. Essentially, or at least what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's basically like the same way we have a new flu virus every year, right? You know, you start your work based off of previous work and then adjust for whatever mutations or differences there are in this this strand of the disease. Well, in the case of, you know, SARS-CoV-2 or, you know, COVID-19, whatever the hell, um, the fact that there has been significant research done on vaccines for diseases of that family, you're not starting from ground zero. This isn't something brand new where we're expecting people to be like, oh my God, COVID-19, like we've never seen this before, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like we've seen something similar. We can use this as a starting point, you know, adjust here and there. And then, you know, much in a much quicker way, develop a vaccine that has been shown to be 95% ac- uh, effective, you know, to treat this. So it's not like it's a rushed process. It's we had a better starting point and that's why you're able to, you know, address these things in a more, uh, you know, rapid way. Is that, is that fair to say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kinda. So, yes. Kinda. So like basically we, ta- we talked about this yesterday as well. So what, the uh, vaccine actually does is it mimics a particular protein called a spike protein that's on the vaccine. The part of the protein, the part of the the protein that's on the vaccine that allows it to recognize and invade your cells. So, um, 
if you give a vaccine based on that spike protein, which is not a spike protein that's 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 man-made, right? That's not mm-hmm. an actual like dead version of the virus. Mm-hmm. You expose that to your body. Mm-hmm. Your body now starts to make T cells and B cells and mm-hmm. and um and or natural killer cells or you know whatever whatever cells like in yeah. your, your immune system. And then after you know your body goes through that two weeks or three weeks I talked about at between doses, yeah. your body what after what happens is your body starts leaves behind what's called memory B cells yep. and memory yep. T cells. Yep. And yep. so when yep. you, your body recognizes or let's say the actual um coronavirus then enters your body, right? Yep. Your body now is primed or has the the, the tools um to fight that's based off that spike protein. Exactly. So now you so- it so it's kind of like it recognizes the protein. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like if I was shooting free throws in my driveway, I'd be really good at making free throws in my driveway. You know, assuming that my you know hoop is ten feet. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the whatever what is it, fifteen feet from the basket that the yeah, free throw yeah. line is. Yep. But then when I go to the stadium and I'm playing in the game, it's like well I had like this artificial environment which is in my backyard. But my muscle memory and my skills still allow me to make free throws at another basketball court, even though, you know, it wasn't the real deal when I was practicing at home kind of thing. Exactly. Man, exactly. I should be a fucking, I should be a doctor, bro. I just explained the <laughs> fuck out of that shit. You welcome, Summer 16. Uh, Listen, that shit was fire. Pay me. They need to pay me. Shit. Yeah. Um, Vaccine 101. I think... Overall, I think my takeaway that I want people to get from this is, yes, it, it may seem like it's a short amount of time that the vaccine has been, you know, worked on, um, and you may have apprehensions about taking it, but consider the alternative. Uh, 3,000 people at this point are dying a day. That's about the same amount of people dying a day as 9-11 every day. So imagine 9-11 every day. Uh, for, for my history buffs, imagine a, a D-Day every day. Um, uh, just imagine it, every single day. And it, uh, well, you don't have to imagine because it's happening, right? Yeah. It, think about the people that you know. At this point, I think I know at least, personally, I know at least a dozen people who have gotten COVID. Thankfully, none, none of them have died. Yeah. But um, they easily could have. Yeah. You don't want it to be you. You don't want it to be you know, any one of your loved ones, friends or family. So uh, at this point, you know, and then people are like, oh, they're not making, they're not doing vaccines in, in, in Japan. Well, you know, people in Japan, they wore masks. They socially distanced. So yeah. obviously we can't do that because we have in that leadership and people are selfish. So next best bet is to get the vaccine. Yeah, because Australia been busting, right? Like Australia having concerts and shit right now, ain't they? Like, yeah, because yeah, they, they did what they're supposed to do at the beginning. Yeah. This is they, lit. Sac- they sacrificed for the greater good. But, what, you a, know, what a foreign but, concept. Yeah, but, you know, we, we're not about that in this country. So. Nah, ain't nobody got time for that shit, bro. Land of the free, home of the brave. Baby. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, uh, do you have anything else on, on, on the vaccine? Uh, no, the, the last thing I'll say about the vaccine, man, is, you know, like, you know, I'm just coming at y'all straight up, you know, like I, 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 I have been somebody who, um, who has been apprehensive to a degree, um, just around the whole thing, because 
with all the imp- different information flying around and you know you see one thing here and see another thing there it 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 sows a, a seed of doubt right but i think that when you take a step back kind of do the research for yourself kind of like you know learn about what the vaccine is actually targeting and how it's working learn about you know the fact that the reason why it's able to be made so fast is because it wasn't started from scratch because it didn't have to be right like you know scientists aren't coming at this thing from an irresponsible place um you know the the narrative of it being rushed is completely false um and so you know don't get caught in all the necessarily all the necessary headlines surrounding uh, the vaccine because you know everything that's been done to put it out there has been done at least from my understanding now with good intention and you know by the time it's readily available to most folks there will be a lot more information and then you can kind of reevaluate then but do not i will say do not go into it saying there's no way in, in hell that you would do it because that's i think that's more irresponsible than you know like cuz you're basically blocking out information that's out there to make a a, a, a reasonable decision yep and you sound like an anti-vaxxer when you say that yeah, and Tunde hates you if you're an anti-vaxxer. You're an anti-vaxxer. I do. You don't. I mean, you don't want Tunde to hate you. Yeah, you don't want Tunde to hate you. He's a really nice guy until he hates <laughs> you. Then it sucks. Oh, I've man. never had to experience it, but I've seen him in a room full of people that he hates, and he tells them. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> he um, did. He pointed them out and said, "I hate you. I hate you. I definitely hate you. You're the worst, and I hate you too." But John's okay. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay. All right. So, we have a very interesting waxing hypothetical. Uh, so, t- today, as we're recording this, it is December 14th, 2021. Seven days. Seven days away. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, yeah, on December 5th, there was an argument about uh, about the vaccine. <laughs> oh. I forget the original conversation was about the vaccine. And this woman, and uh, I won't say I won't say her uh, at name because I don't want to put her out there. But Put her out there. She we'll, put herself out there. We'll, 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 we'll call her Hotel Queen. Um. <laughs> Hotep Queen said, uh, in response to, you know, black people taking the vaccine, she said, as black people, genetically, we are stronger yep. and smarter than yep. everyone else. Yep. We are more creative. Mm-hmm. On December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked. Come through, DNA. And the majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Mm. Learn who you are as a people. They want to make us average. Really quick, in the tweet, she has the little blind walking stick person. <laughs> Learn who you are as people, the blind walking stick. Like, they want to make us average. We're not average. In seven days. So that led me, that led me to, uh, to go on Twitter and also on my IG story. I, uh, I asked a question. I said, uh, one week, in one week, we, we would, uh, let's say one week, I would get telekinesis. Mm. What's, your, what's your superpower going to be? So, um, I already said mine. Okay. Seven days. 
I'm I'm gonna be able to move things with my mind. Okay. So, John, I'm gonna read a couple of my responses, but John, before we do, please do. Yeah. What's your What's your superpower gonna be? Um. So the first thing that popped in my mind, and maybe this is tasteless, but uh, could I say bulletproof? <laughs> oh yeah, like um, what's what like about, from um the my, boy. What's my, yeah, no, 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 not a, no, fuck that. No, um, uh, what's buddy on the Marvel joint? Oh, Colossus. No, bro, no, 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 no. Come on, the black dude on the Marvel show on Netflix. Come on, dog. He was one of the defenders. Why am I, why am I getting this wrong right now? It's Luke Cage. The, yes, Luke Cage. Yes, I'm on some uh, Luke Cage shit, bro. I, I would have thought you would like to be the dude from uh, The Boys, the one who died at the very beginning, who's, who's bulletproof and can turn invisible. You would have thought that I wanted to be the superhero that died in the beginning of a fictional but, TV show? But, Come on. But he, was, he was bulletproof. And, but his power is more than bullet, being bulletproof, though. But I get it. I, I guess Luke Cage is also really strong, too, right? Yeah, bro. I'm trying to Luke Cage yeah. on these bitches. Oh, yeah. But, He's a black superhero with But the dude bulletproof. bulletproof and be invisible. But I've never been invisible and bulletproof. Just because they, they, give, they put a bomb in his butt through an enema. Yeah, it sucks. But if you haven't seen season one, it's your fault. Um, anyways. Right, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, no, no spoiler alert here. Like, if you haven't watched it, you just don't care at this point. Like, fuck yeah. that. Um, I think that's a good power. That's a good power. Um, so, bulletproof. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm on Luke Cage's powers, bro. I'm strong and bulletproof, bro. Uh, I asked Callie, and she said she wanted, she wanted Magneto's powers. Magneto's dope. I fuck with Magneto. Yeah. Like, okay, okay can, I, can I ask this? Yeah. How does it work for biracial people? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a percent? Is there a, you got to you gotta show your 23 me results and then it's oh, going to oh, tap oh, in? Or do they, they get dumb superpowers? They get dumb or double? No, dumb. Dumb. Like, 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 that's not like on, on X-Men. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. You have tears of mutant powers. Like, like, people that can, like, like people that can hold stuff with their feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, or like, or like, she'd be like the deep. Oh, that was like you could talk to fish, but yeah. you can't swim fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it's like, but I think I, I like your, I like the, I like your, your choice. I like yeah. all our choices. Me, you, and Caddy's because those are yeah. powers. powers they're like they're like two and one because yeah. Magneto can control metal, right? But if he has some like metal bracelets, he can fly as well. Facts. Same, same thing with me. If I'm if I'm telekinetic, I can move things in my mind, but I, I can also move my whole body and fly. Right? Oh, is that how telekinesis works? It worked on it worked on uh what's that movie where the three kids had superpowers and one turned to a villain? Oh shit. And they like the cause like the alien thing hit the yeah, earth and then they yeah, had powers. Yeah. Damn, I can't they, remember they were, that movie. They were telekinetics, but they could move their own body. So they was flying through the air. Yeah. Like why am I like I am number something or whatever? You know uh, what I'm talking that's about? Different. That's different. That's different. I am number four is different. And your power, they say you can be bulletproof, but like you look age, you're also like really strong. And I'm strong, yeah. And I look good in a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I can do no, tell them I, I look good in a t-shirt. I don't, I don't need two powers for that. I mean, you don't, but I mean, I'm trying to be the Shout sex symbol of 2021, bro, so. But yeah. but yeah, so. Oh, yeah. So let me read some of, some of, the, uh, some of the responses that I got. Well, and while you're pulling that up, while you're pulling it up, Listeners, Summer 16 friends, we would love to hear what your superpower would be. 
you can email us at summer16podcast at gmail.com. That is summer16podcast at gmail.com. What would your superhero power be? What would your superpower be? December 21st hits, you realize you were blacker than you thought, and you get a superpower. What is it? <laughs> Share it with us. All right. All right. Okay. You guys are so, keep pulled up. One of my friends, I won't say his name, who currently has coronavirus, he said my superpower would be to taste. I'm like, wow. That's Yikes. Most- <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> uh, uh, so one of my other followers said, uh, teleporting plus whatever uh, Mystique can do, no need for BBL. It's called working smarter. And you don't know what BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. So she's like, she's Mystique. She can change her body to whatever she wants. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. Nice. You don't got to be like getting sh- booty shots. You can just mystique that shit. Yeah. Uh, someone else said my needle powers going level five. Uh, someone says shape shifting or teleporting, uh, popping up a, in another country as whoever I want to be is priceless. Nice. Uh, someone said time travel. And, mm. my, and my superhero name is time zone TM. And yes, it's traded vault. I will sue. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm assuming that person is black, though. I'm assuming that person is black. Uh, yes. So this is the thing about time travel for black folks that I never really understood. Why would you want to do that? You can go to the future. That's no guarantee that that's gonna be better for you, pimp. Yeah, but you can go to the future. See, like you can be like see what stocks are booming. Come right back. Fair enough. You go. You go day into the future. Get the lotto numbers. True. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Like two days hit the lotto. Fit 50, 50 a day in a row. <laughs> like, listen, I'm just lucky. I just, the luckiest <laughs> man alive. Time zone, TM. <laughs> uh, someone said the, manip- the ability to manipulate metal, so I guess Magneto. Sure. Uh, hacking into systems with my mind, like Sally May for our student loans and the bank for black families to be able to buy homes if they want. That's I like that. I like that shit. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, someone said mind control. On some, that's a Professor X type shit. Yeah, I, I think that would be dope too. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh what? <laughs> Someone said, uh, "I'm I'm going to turn into Mr. Manhattan, swinging blue dick and all." <laughs> uh, uh, the ability to raise credit scores. Nice, I'll take that. Uh, telepathy, um, telepathy. Uh, hopefully, about setup for teleportation too. Super smarts. Nice. Uh yeah, everything else is telekinesis, time travel. Yeah. Nice. Man, like I don't understand what's so special about December twenty first though. Uh like it's, it's, think about the date, right? Twelve twenty one twenty. Okay. What's so special about that? Should I know this? The the Mayans, they predicted that the black man will rise. Is written in, in, in the what? In the so what are you saying? Like the Mayan has been predicting shit I'm wrong. Trying to, forever, I'm trying bro. to I'm trying to get to the down to level of the whole tap. I don't know. Listen, bro. I seen something. Look, I seen something here ago. It's talking about it's talking about the great conjunction uh Jupiter and Saturn. Uh wow, this is a whole PDF. Oh shit. Oh shit. The moon and the planets. Saturn and Jupiter are going to be overlapping. Oh, maybe it says something about Capricorns. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I Uh-oh. Don't. Okay, look, it says, it says, the great I, conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn will occur on December 21st, 2020, 
the northern hemisphere's winter solstice. At that time, two planets will be in the constellation Capricornus, low towards the su- southwest horizon and separated by a mere 0.1 degrees. This will be the closest Jupiter, Jupiter and Saturn conjunction since 1623 CE. Exclamation point. I don't know why they're so excited. Jupiter will be the magnitude of negative 2.0 and significantly dimmer Saturn plus 0.06. So basically, Cap- black Capricorns, this is what I'm hearing. Black Capricorns on December 21st are about to glow up because Saturn and Jupiter are in Capricornus and it's over. So sorry, Tunde. Keep that Libra shit over there. Capricorn gang, bro. I was right. In my, first, in, my initial, in my initial explanation, I was correct. I, you thought I was joking, but I found a link. It says, the end of the world, Mayans made a mistake. Bible expert predicts end of the world on December 21st, 2020. So that means that the white man is going to die. The oh, black man is going to live and therefore elevate our DNA into superpowers. Mm, again, what do we do with the biracials? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because I got to be honest, I'm leaning towards wanting to protect 70% of them. Yeah. Uh, 70%. 80? Uh, that's a good number. I think 70 is a fair percent. That's a good number. And you're automatically you're automatically safe if you got a black mama. Automatically. Automatically. Automatically safe. For sure. The next is, you know, we 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 got to take you to the cookout. It's gonna be the cookout. We're gonna <laughs> see how you behave at the cookout, and we'll we'll decide from there. Yeah, we'll see if you can do the wobble. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby. <laughs> man, motherfuckers, be, dog. I don't know what's going on lately, but the last couple of times I've been out somewhere and motherfuckers been trying to do uh, the electric slide, they have been fucking that shit up, and it is embarrassing. To see somebody fuck up the electric slide. It makes me so upset. Yeesh. You don't know how to do the electric slide, Tunde? Of course I do. But the question is, like, mm-hmm. like what? Mm-hmm. Let me this. I, I, think, I think black people fucked up the electric slide. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. But then they talk shit like, no, 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 I'm doing it right. You do it. Nah, nigga. Hmm. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. And then you got like somebody, you know, that could somebody that's not black getting it, like, cause they following me and they can just, you know, count steps. But the black folks out here are like, oh, I'm just drunk. Nah, nigga, you ain't that drunk. Jeez. Jeez. I know. Just seeing somebody fuck up that's the electric person. Yeah, I'd be I'd be wanting to get off the dance floor because I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, I'm hitting him with the SpongeBob meme. Like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Like, all right, Joe, I'm out. I'm out of right. here. All right, I'm out. Damn. But no, I love this waxing hypothetical question. Um, like, I would love to wake up and get me some superpowers, bro. Listen, I, 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 I want to. I don't want to even be a like a choosy person. Yeah. As, as long as like a tier three superpower, I'm good. What's it? What's, what counts as a tier three superpower? Like, like think about, um, if it if you're in the X Men, you're at least a tier three. Have to be. Okay. So like, I would take anyone from the X Men superpower except for Jubilee. That's that's trash. Okay. Trash. But anyone else? I'd even take Rogue superpower. Uh, next thing. You know what? I don't know. What, what tier would Gambit be? He'd be like a tier five. Like all the main. Super- oh, Gambit's. Oh, Gambit's tier five yeah, too. The, I would say all the all the main X Men would be tier fives. Hmm. So Gambit, Wolverine, 
uh, Cyclops, uh, Rogue, Gene, those will all be tier fives. Magneto, no, 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 I, I lied. They'll be like tier fours. I think, I think Magneto will be a tier five. Xavier will be a tier Xavier, five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jean Grey will be a tier five. Oh, for sure. So I think they'll be tier. All the ones I named before will be like tier fours or tier, maybe tier threes. Let's see. I'm over here googling superhero tiers, superpower tiers. Speaking of superheroes, you know they they uh, Marvel uh, acquired um, the X Men. X Men. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to say they acquired uh, Fantastic Four. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's because they want Silver Surfer on the lowest of keys. Because Silver Surfer is supposed to be that dude. That dude. <laughs> BG Reyes called me out on the little you dig on, on the call over the weekend, too. Shout out to BG Reyes. Or is it BJ Reyes? <laughs> 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 if he's listening, just know I shot my shot back, bro. When you start your podcast, you can talk shit about the summer sixteen. <laughs> nah, I fuck with BG Reyes, man. He's good people's. Um, but yeah, okay, good. I couldn't find that tier list, by the way. I, uh, I, I found it. Jean Grey is the only class five mutant that Xavier has ever met. So Jean Grey and Xavier, class fives. Okay. Uh, Magneto is a class four. I mean, if Jean Grey is the only yeah. class five, then most of the people are tier four then, right? Yeah. Or maybe Apocalypse, he'd be tier five, maybe? Apocalypse, yeah. Okay, I think I think we've officially nerded out. People are like, yeah, uh, like what are you talking about? They're like, what are you saying? And we're not even saying it with confidence, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even the way. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, I would not be a chooser. Because I definitely am a beggar. Give me any power next week. If I wake up and I can fucking levitate an inch off the ground, I'd be happy. I'm taking that shit. Give it to me. I would just love any, yeah, any superpower. Was there any superpower you wouldn't want? Uh, I think I mentioned it, the deep. I don't want gills. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I don't want that shit. Keep that. I don't want, yeah, I don't want yeah. anything Aquaman got. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want Rogue either. No? No, because you can't touch anyone. Yeah, you got to wear gloves and shit. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do the touching. If I had you to have sex, no, I'm good. Well, I mean, I'm celibate, not by choice, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to put your business out there. Oh, leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) I'll just leave that one alone. Oh man! <laughs> and that, on that note, <laughs> let's move into our AVM. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, let me let me rock, let me rock, let me rock. All right, everybody, this is the segment where we give you an audio, visual, and mental recommendation. Ninety percent of the time, Tune Day will recommend something from BSF, Big BSF, BSF Family, you know. But you know, sometimes he mixes it up. Whereas I will always leave you with something grade A, A1, steak sauce. You feel me? So um, this week for my audiovisual mental recommendations, I'm starting with my audio. Um, The long-awaited, I believe it's been a decade, Man on the Moon 3 by Kid Cudi. 
just what what can I even say? Thank you. Thank you, Kid Cuddy. If you're hearing this, man, I appreciate you. Um Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Scott Mescody, we appreciate you. Um, you know, I I I have Man on the Moon one on my wall right here. Um, I'm a fan of the entire Man on the Moon series. Um and honestly, you know, I think Kid Cudi was one of the first artists that I became a really big fan of um, in my adolescence, you know, um, high school time frame, like uh, a kid named a kid named Cudi mixtape. Fucking amazing. Um, but, you know, Man on the Moon 3, you get to see a lot of the growth. You get a little bit of the flavors of all the different projects that he's done up to this point with the still raw, honest vulnerability of the cutter. So um, Man on the Moon 3. Um, and you'll be proud of me today. I did not hype beast and spend $200 on the hoodie collab that he did with Travis Scott, but I almost did. And after we get off this call, I might do it anyway. Uh, but I don't think the hoodies are double layered, so I have to reevaluate. You know what I'm saying? You can never talk about me like spending money on, like I don't know, running shoes. Bro, I never, I never comment on how people spend their money. If you like it, man, ball out, G. Yeah, I I know some people do because I I think people you spend like everyone has their thing right yeah like you you are like mer- like big on the merch game of your artists that you like and big into like jeans that's right? it yep. and I'm big into running apparel yep and running hats like I'll and... spend a grip like I spend I think for my hats like forty fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, like my socks are like thirty a piece. <laughs> easy, easy. And who are me to judge, man? Like, I'm just glad that you're passionate about something. So it's like, you know, yeah. that's what I like. You know, people that are like, I don't spend money on anything. It's like, we'll live, bitch. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, <laughs> live, bitch. Uh, <laughs> right? Fuck. Can't take it with you, motherfucker. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, for my video, uh, I'm gonna get in my little cheese ball bag, man. Um. The Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas special that came out on Apple Plus. You, you have you have you heard of this? Have you seen this? No, I don't have Apple Plus. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. All right. Yeah. No, Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. I don't think anybody can hear me, so we're good. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the Queen of Christmas uh came out with a with a special. I thought it was pretty good, man. Like I I would recommend watching it. Like if you want to get in the little Christmassy spirit. You know, there was the Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande feature. Uh, they did a track, Snoop Dogg, and um, who was it? Was it Jermaine Dupree, I think, popped up? I was like, I don't even know why Jermaine Dupree was there. Maybe Snoop Dogg owed him a favor or some shit. But, um, you know, they had a track on there. You know, the I really liked it. I want to put it out there that I, I did enjoy it. It was Christmassy. It was cute or whatever. So if you're into that kind of shit, definitely check it out. If I'm being honest, the only thing I didn't like was that I wasn't a big fan of Tiffany Haddish as the narrator, bro. She can be annoying to me. Have you seen that video of that black woman who's come back from running and then she talks about Tiffany Haddish and like how they want her to be like the the host of the Golden Globes or the Emmys and they weren't it wasn't gonna pay her? I'll send you the link. It's a really good link about black women and like and their and their presence in 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 the world but it's based off tiffany haddish though like is it a positive thing it's positive yeah 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, she talks about Tiffany Haddish, but it starts by there, but she makes a bigger point about black women. Because they wanted her to do to host the awards, and mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay her. They said, well, oh. we'll pay you an exposure. That's what they said. Fuck that. Run that check, fam. Exactly. But it's nah. a good video. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you should share that. Um, and so for my mental, you know, I have not stimulated my mind in any meaningful way. But I've been making candles. And so for my mental, I'm going to say, yo, go make some candles. There's like starter kits on Amazon that you can get for pretty for the low low. Mm-hmm. Um, I've graduated away from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here chefing up some shit. But um, making candles is my uh mental i think that counts right i can it's my fucking it's our it's our show we can do what the fuck we want you know what i'm saying yeah making candles is my mental good shit come find me come find me quick question i haven't listened to to cuddy's album yet i haven't i have it on my phone but i haven't listened to it yet okay Um, i know the first two man in the moons like he has like a person that comes in i want to say the first or the second one we had like common like did like a lot of the interludes where like he gives like the like little yeah, yeah, he tells a story or whatever. Yeah. Does, does he have that same concept on this one? No. Okay. Just wondering. Nah, 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 nah. That's but I think it's I think it's sonically. Like you'll you'll hear things throughout the album that are be very reminiscent. Even like little one liners that if you've like really deep dove in the previous Man on the Moons, that'd be like, Oh, these are similar thematically. Yeah. Uh, but it's not the same structure, I think is what you're alluding to. Uh, yeah. it's a little different. Um because you know, he's his his sound has changed so much too, right? Uh, you know that you get a play on that, and then you also get some of the little ratchet turn up stuff in there too, to mix it up. Um, like Pop Smoke got a feature on there. I think Trippy Red got a feature on there. Um, so yeah, you you mix it up, bro. You mix it up. So Man of the Moon Three is, is I'm rocking with it. What do you have, Tune? What do you, what do you what do you listen? What are you, what are you checking out this week? Uh this week, this week. Uh, let's see for my audio. You'd be surprised. I do not have any Griselda or BSF associated artists. To uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Bodie James did release an album. I listened to it a little bit, but I have to go back and revisit it. That's, mm-hmm. That is not my recommendation for this week. Mm-hmm. Might as well be, because what you're about to say is about to be. <laughs> you're you are a hater. You are a hater. So, I. Recommendation to audio this week is Evermore, the album Evermore by Taylor Swift. <laughs> now, I know you're thinking, Taylor Swift, Tunde? What the hell? But listen, hear me out. Yes, that's exactly what we're thinking. <laughs> hear me out. So this is her second studio album this year. Um, she released one earlier this year called Folklore. And, well, no, just recently, Folklore. And she turned around and released another one, Evermore. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, on Fridays, I go to the, on Apple Music, I go to New Music, and I just scroll say, oh, this is Taylor Swift. I was running, I was like, let me just check this out. I was pleasantly surprised. Now, it's not what I used to listen to, because I'm usually, usually used to, you know, a little more, a little more bass in my, in my, in my songs, a little less guitar, but I will say the lyrics on, on the album are pretty good. There's one song in particular that I really like. It's called No Body, No Crime. Mm-hmm. Featuring, um, featuring uh, Haim, the the uh, the pop band. Yeah, I love Haim, dude. They're yeah, so yeah. good. But the the song like talks about like how she has this friend who she meets like every Tuesday for wine at this restaurant, and one Tuesday the 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 the, the friend says, "Oh, my husband's cheating, and I know he's cheating because 
he's buying jewelry on like Joey back and it's not for me and I'm gonna confront him and then the next Tuesday her friend doesn't show up and she goes missing. And then she drops, past, she drops past her friend's house and the, the husband has moved in, the mistress, and what? She, and she thinks that that the husband has killed her friend. But then she talks about how like she grew up in like lower class and like her dad taught her how to boat. She got a boating license when she was like fifteen. Uh-huh. And her mom like clean houses, so she she knew how to clean houses and also clean a crime scene. So now she's gonna kill the the, the husband and the mistress. Bro, listen, it's it's a it's hey, a really good story. Not about that action, bro. She's not about that action. It's a really good story. It's a really oh, good story. Man. But but um, yeah, I I really like the album so far. But I've listened to most of it, like ninety percent of it. I like it a lot. Uh, I know it's not what I usually listen to, but that's good. It's like you know, kind of diversify things a little bit. Next week, I'm sure I'll be back to something Griselda. But... I can't even recognize you right now, bro. <laughs> I, but I, I something did click when you started talking about it. Maybe you re- are respecting Taylor Swift because she's got a, a BSF work ethic. You Maybe. know, what I'm like she didn't drop two albums this year. That's some BSF stuff. Like, and 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 she's been like really anti-Trump. Like, oh, okay. she's been like in Tennessee. She's been like really like mm-hmm. performative. Is that what you're gonna say? I wouldn't say. I wasn't gonna say that. But she's been using her using her platform for good. I would say that. Yeah, yawn. Anyways, so that's my audio. My visual is a really good show that I just started watching. Um, it comes out on Sundays. Episode two just came out yesterday, and it's called Your Honor. It's a miniseries starring Brian Cranston. Ah, uh, Brian Cranston's great. Listen, listen, yo, this show, I can't say enough about it. It's only two episodes deep, and I'm like, yo. Basically, the, the premise is what I network say, is it on? What network it's is it on? It's on Showtime. Okay, it's on Showtime. The premise is. Brian Cranston is this really respected judge in New Orleans. Okay. His wife has been killed like a year before in a in a in a robbery. Damn. His son is like a teenager. And um that's on one side. Mm-hmm. On the other side, there's this other guy who's like has two teenage kids, a son and a daughter. He just bought his son like a roadster motorcycle for his 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, not a, the best idea. Yeah, terrible idea for sure. Terrible idea. So then the son goes to, like, on the anniversary of his mom's death, he goes to, like, the, the site where he, his mom was murdered, which is, like, in the lower ninth ward. And, like, these black dudes basically start chasing him. So he gets in his car and he drives. He has asthma, but he's, like, he jumps the asthma pump and he's trying to drive and he looks behind him and people, whatever. Uh, he ends up hitting the dude on the motorcycle, the other kid. Fuck. The, the dude is bleeding out on the sidewalk. And he, and he takes the dude's phone, calls 911, and then he's, like, no one's there. He's looking around. He's, like, fuck it. Leaves the scene. Leaves the dude that died. Goes home, washes all his shit, tells his dad. His dad's like, we got to turn you. We, like, you know, it's cool, you know, with the anniversary of your mom's death and all that, whatever. Let's go to PlayStation and we'll, you know. Turn yourself we'll, in. You turn yourself in. It's like you went in the right mind frame. Walks in, realizes who the dad was of the kid he killed. The, the head of the biggest crime family in New Orleans. Right? So he's like, nah, fuck that. Uh, Play a stage. And the whole thing is him covering up, you know, uh, like using his using his power as a judge to cover up the crime. Yeah, and, now, and that other kid has kind of fell into the trap of, you know, living a lie. Kind of. No, no, no. The, this other black kid. It's like, wait. The, oh, wait. The black kid. Oh, it was the uh, black. No, the black other kid, family no, black. No, they're white, Italian. But this black, this random black kid gets. I'm not gonna say how, but he. Basically, ends up taking a fall for the for the crime. 
Oh, that's because oh, he was one of the people chasing, bro. Like, and they, you no, know they was gonna blame no, it on the black no, kid. No, I said random. It's it, it's so mm-hmm. fucked up. How, I ain't gonna spoil it, but so fucked up how he gets involved in this shit. But it's everything mm-hmm. connected. It's, I mean, it's not surprising. It's still America. Oh yeah, for, for sure, for sure, for sure. But it's it's a really really good show, and Brian Cranston is an amazing actor. He be acting his ass off, bro. Yeah, it's it's so so far. All right, so that's my visual. I said enough about that. Um, my mental is the app Clubhouse. Um, You've I been think talking I about, about this year for a minute. Um, so Clubhouse, it's I think like most social media, it, it is what you make it. If you go for if you go there for ratchet shit, you're gonna find it. <laughs> if you go there to be educated, you're also gonna find it there too. So like two two club two clubs. They they have recurring rooms that I am a fan of. One is called the, the Nigerian House, which is Nigerian house. Um, especially that they have like um, these rooms for like people like me who are first generation Nigerians who live in America who can understand the language but not really speak it like that. And they have mm-hmm. like every like every week they have people who are more f- fluent in 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 Yoruba or Igbo to kind of help. Um, you get like you, get you back in touch with the motherland. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like today, I was looking at it. They had an Ebo room about um, homonyms. Um, and the second one, which I'm surprised that I, I found this interesting, I was in this room called War, this club called War Defense and International Security, talking about just like, huh. just like foreign policy of different countries, and have like different breakout rooms for like different countries or different regions. They can have like they have like East Asia or or the Middle East or West Africa or. Huh. East- and like just like the the like the security and formulations in that region itself and it's and the history behind it so i found it very very interesting so um interesting. if you if, again if you go there and you want to be st- mentally stimulated in, on clubhouse you can like, like like i said tomorrow i'm going to be hosting like the anti-vaxxer vaccine thing as well so that is my long-winded uh avm that shit was that shit was fascinating ending Oh, thanks. Like, I'm over here. Like, wh- y'all are about to talk about foreign policy. Like, what the fuck? The, the, that shit is a dope room. It was a dope room yesterday. I was like, oh shit, this shit is cool. Wow, black nerds, man, gotta fuck with it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's my ABM. John, you wanna, you wanna bring us on home? Oh, yep. Well, yeah, big guy. Um, as always. I appreciate your insight, your thoughtfulness, your care, and for not recommending something that's in the BSF family, even though you somehow did still manage to <laughs> mention it. But when I make the pod, when I make the post on Instagram, they're getting left off. You feel me? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, now to you, audience. Uh, first and foremost, we would like to thank you for listening. Um, it's crazy to think that the year is almost up. Uh, and you guys have been rocking with us for a while now, and we appreciate you. As always, you can stay connected with us uh, via our email. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com, summer16podcast at gmail.com. We also have our show's Instagram and Twitter, uh, which is summer16pod, still with the numbers, as well as our Facebook page, summer16podcast. We will put the links in the description and help you find it if you're not already following us. Um, you know, also do us a solid, man. You know, you can always like, rate, share, uh, and subscribe to uh, our pages, man. So, you know, uh, we can help 
you know, building and growing um, and get the word out there, man. We're enjoying doing this with you guys and enjoying you guys joining us for the journey. Um, and if you did enjoy the content and want to help us provide even bigger, better shows, don't hesitate to put a little something, something on the cash app, a little something, something on the cash app. Uh, that's dollar, dollar sign, summer 16 podcast. Uh, anything helps, you know, it's the holiday season. It's the time of giving. Help your boys out, man. Cause you know, Tunde and I talk quite a bit offline and have, you know, a lot of really great ideas and a lot of things that we want to do as we continue to get bigger and better. Um, and anything helps. Um, but regardless, we appreciate you guys for sticking around, especially if you made it this far in the episode. Um, and until next time, man, that's a whole lot of gang shit. Gang, gang, gang. Gang, gang, gang. Y'all stay safe, man. Stay out of trouble. Um, and uh, on the 21st, if we just glow up and stop doing this podcast all together, well, that's because we got superpowers, baby. Um, but... <laughs> What the fuck am I talking about, man? Peace out, y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Yeah!